Yeah, thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for giving me the space. I, I really appreciate it. Holy smokes, your your camera is so clear. And it's got that bokeh effect. I love it. Yeah, using the EOS R as my webcam with a nifty 50 at 2.8. How in the world did you do that? Uh, the EOS R, so Canon is great. They have a built-in app on the computer. You just get the app and it works as a webcam. No extra thing needed other than a USB-C cable. Um, you just set it manually. So I set mine to uh, 23 frames per, or 24 frames per second, 50 shutter speed, and then 2.8 to kind of get that bokeh. Yeah. And then, yeah, that, there you go. <laughs> it's pretty cool at 2.8 you can get that because uh, – 1.4 is what I do. And I'm like, that can get annoying at times, right? Because it gets that yeah. blurriness around here. Yeah. It's nice. I, I, I've tried 1.8 because that's as low as this guy can go. Mm. Um, but if I move any, like it, it's, it's gone. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So 2.8 just gives me a little forgiveness when I'm moving around and stuff. Yeah. Nice. How's life been for you? Uh, it's a, it's a roller coaster. Life's always an up and down, but lately a lot of wins and things are, things are really trending upwards. So I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> nice. Now, what do you do for a full-time job right now, Stephen? Uh, as a full-time job, I work in, I guess, uh, IT, the kind of blue collar side of it. Yep. So uh, getting infrastructure up to the house, stuff like that. Um, nice. And then all that kind of stuff. So yeah. <laughs> all that fun stuff. All that, all that fun jazz uh, in minus 40 sometimes. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know what? I actually like wearing headphones now with it. it. I can hear better. I can understand you. Yeah, because usually I'm kind of like, what are they saying? And I try yeah. to make up of it. But yeah, this is nice. The nice thing too is uh, with headphones, you'll get less echo in the feet in like the post audio. Mm, interesting. We'll have to see if it, if it actually got less echo. You know, I I overcomplicated myself. I got all this infrastructure with. <laughs> Or sorry, these interfaces and whatnot. I'm like, why did I get that? I should have done a plug and play, and we would have been good. <laughs> hey, when you get when you get passionate about something, you get passionate about something, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I'll learn it. And then you know, here and there, YouTube, right? Yeah, YouTube, the University of YouTube. Yeah. How is uh, your Friday night? What are you getting up to? Ah, uh, I have this, and then I'm just probably hanging out with my wife and dog. Um, mm -hmm. Thinking maybe a movie night or something. Yeah. I'm just going to be hanging out with my dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, so, what type of dog do you have? A French bulldog. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's cute. And my sister got a husky. Did you see? I don't know if you saw the picture of that little cute husky. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. adorable. I know. Eight weeks old. I love dogs. I love all animals. Well, dogs are just special. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got an interesting story, man. And thank you for, you know, following and supporting me through this journey. It started in mid-January, so still early in it all. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty early, but uh, I mean, you, you got some solid guests, and you're you're doing solid work. So, I mean, absolutely, I, I it's a pleasure to support. <laughs> I seriously can't get over your your clarity right now. Holy smokes, this is like the coolest thing I've ever well, seen. Do you do you do you shoot with Canon? Uh, I'm a Sony guy. Sony, Does, yeah. you look in, look into it. Maybe Sony has something like this. I should. And you just is it, you just plug into your computer and it, yeah. Just USB-C, man. Like you, this is like professionally done. It's because you can tell with like this webcam on my laptop, it's terror. It's like old school, <laughs> isn't it? It's like the nineties. Yeah. So there, there's, <laughs> I do this because then I don't have to worry about it in post. I know people who will like, they'll use their webcam on their laptop and then they'll have a camera filming and then post edit that in. Well, is that what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> I can't figure out. I'm trying my hardest to get the time limiter off on the Sony A7 III. Yeah. Because 30 minutes and then it pauses. So I had to get like a, I got two, you know, like decent camcorders that I use right now. And they just let you. <laughs> the Canon does that too. That's where the, the webcam thing, it bypasses that. So it'll, it'll stay on for hours like this. Huh. I should really and, look into it. Then make this. sure to get a, yeah, make sure to get a dummy battery if you're planning on doing like, joe rogan style podcast like those like if you ever do something like that like long oh, well dude uh, there's some of them are like an hour and like 45 minutes and i'm like holy smokes yeah. <laughs> like three hours it's nuts <laughs> okay do you like listening to joe rogan podcasts at times 
I like listening when I like the guests. So I, I, I filter through when I'm like, oh, hey, it's a neuroscientist. I'm, I'm going to click in on that or like some biologist or, or whatever. But if it's uh, some MMA fighter, I'm, I'm not overly interested. I, I do like the passion they have for it. And, I, and once in a while, I'll still tune in because um, you, you always learn something from listening to anybody. You, you can always learn something from anyone. Right. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, but time, time and time management, like there's so many podcasts. Like I want to support your podcast. I want to support my other friends. Like I'm on clubhouse doing that thing. So, I mean, content is, you can only consume so much. <laughs> and then also live your life. Right. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> get, get out of the matrix. Exactly. I mean, how's clubhouse been for you? Are you enjoying it? I am thoroughly enjoying it. Cause I found, a community community of people I actually just jive with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's been really nice. It's given me one or two connections, but it's not like, I, I think it's going to slowly kind of die down a little bit as, as things go down and Twitter has Twitter spaces open up and uh, okay. Instagram has their thing going on. So Do you feel it, like- it is worth it though. If you want an invite, I can give you one. No, I have it. I just, I just have no idea how to, I mean, I was like, oh, should I start now inviting people onto a different platform or will it exhaust people? I think what I, I, what I would do if uh, I was doing podcasts in Clubhouse, I would, like, if you have like a roadcaster or something, you can input audio in. Um, I would export audio from your computer using the headphone jack into the roadcaster. The roadcaster then would go into the phone. You could go live on Clubhouse with your interview while still doing the podcast in post-production form as well. Um, ah, I, I've super seen cool. a couple people do that. When are you going to have to come over and just help me play around with everything? Cause I, <laughs> I'm still, <laughs> it's just me, man. I'm just trying to do it, you know? So day by day. I get it. I yeah. totally get it. And uh, a lot to learn. It's a lot of work. <laughs> well, the, yeah, but it's fun. It's exciting. I, I love this stuff. Do you still use TikTok? I have it. I post when I have something to post, but I am not like a TikTok poster yeah. user. I I find it hard uh, hard to be consistent with reels and, and TikToks. Photos is easy. I go out on a road trip and you get like 300 photos, right? Yeah. But um, <laughs> honestly, even know. even these Instagram reels, they're like blowing up, and you get thousands of views on these reels and i'm like how the hell do i create a, a cool reel that's interesting and i think a lot of them just do it in post-production right that's what they're doing yeah you can do a reel yeah you can do a real live but it doesn't look the same yeah I, I the benefit to tiktok is that authenticity and not a lot of post-production seems mm-hmm. to do just as well as post-production instagram is all about the production you got to have good edits good everything to do well (laughs) what did you think about dax's podcast did you like it it was awesome uh something he said uh about his editing style and his process to it really resonated with me and it actually got me changing things up a lot and you'll actually notice like from the date that podcast was released my editing changed which is, uh, is kind of cool. So yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a thing that that podcast inspired me to kind of change my style up too. Okay. What, what exactly was your style before? And then when you listened to the podcast, what did you find that you needed to change in your style? Uh, what my style was before I was, I was often lifting the blacks, trying to getting that. I, I concentrated a lot on texture, a lot on color, but I, the colors were very flat. They were very, they weren't over, they, they weren't the same as to the eye. Dax said that he likes to make the photos like how he sees them. And that's something that kind of resonated with me. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I see the world in a very colorful way. Maybe I should keep the contrast and get, have natural contrast in the photo and just really work on my color grading of the photo and making sure it comes out the way that it is, right? you use Lightroom or Photoshop primarily? 
I just use Lightroom. I've never used Photoshop on any of my Instagram photos, only on client photos when they want something fancy, but I'm not a big fan of Photoshop. No, I'm with you. Do you use presets quite a, like quite a bit of presets or create your own? Uh, I'll like create a preset for a shoot. So like, say I did a product shoot and I have like the recent one I had, I had seven products, two angles each. So 14 photos um all the same lighting all the same app like Mm -hmm. everything the same um yeah i'll make a preset for that shoot run them all through and then i usually delete the preset um i'm i i'm not a huge fan of just like relying on presets yeah i'm with you do you like so when i use contrast versus the black bar where it's like black white what is really the difference i still can't figure it out what i'm doing yeah, so the contrast, I am i don't touch the contrast slider much. Occasionally, I'll bump it a little either way. Yeah. Uh, I like to use the curve, like the tone curve, in order to really dial my contrast in because it's like, you just like, I, I start with five points, one, two, three, four, five, kind of tweak, and then be like, oh, wait, something's not quite right. Make a point in between two and three. Make a point between four and five and, and kind of dial it in there. Uh, I do the tone curve first and then I go to the editing. So interesting. Okay. Bring the highlights all the way down uh, on almost all my photography. I'm bad for that. Mm-hmm. Do, you tr- um, do you try to shoot ISO 100 usually? I keep it under a thousand, but with modern day cameras, there's not much noise. <laughs> you can just keep it on auto at times. Yeah. Most of the times. Yeah. I, I the only reason I don't is, just because I do like that control, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's that manual. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I shoot aperture variable if I'm uh, if I'm like, you know, just on the fly, like my dog. Mm-hmm. You can't, you cannot manually do a lot when they're running around quick. So yeah, I'll, I'll switch like aperture variable, but I, I'm a big fan of manual. Yeah. <laughs> but I just love the way you take these photos, especially recently with your dog, it looks like he's with me right there. Yeah. And there's this gloss to it. Is that the contrast that you, or is that, those are the curves? Cause it looks kind of glossy in a way, the picture, it looks beautiful. Yeah. So that was taken with the 24 to 70. Um, I take it, I, I took it at F four, I believe, which is uh, you still get some bokeh, but you get that, you get a lot more forgiveness and the main thing, yeah, I mess with tone curves and then I, I actually changed the white balance in that one. So I kicked up the warmth a lot because it was a very kind of cool looking day. Before I did that, the photos were meh. Uh, once I kicked up the warmth, they actually turned out pretty okay. I was stuck with them. <laughs> so tell me this, Stephen, how did you get into photography and where did this passion come from? Surprisingly, it links to my autism um, because I, I like growing up, I was into music. That was my thing. I mm-hmm. released two records around 18, 19 under one band. And the first song I ever wrote was like, uh, it was it was about my cousin passing away. And that just is what got me into creativity. It was an outlet for, like I, I like it was an outlet to get those flashbacks out of my head. I, I just kept having those flashbacks of that uh, event. So uh, by writing that song, it, it got that out. Um, and then I just kind of continued with that music, music. And, and we had a multimedia arts class in high school. Um, so that's where I got first exposed to photography. They, they gave us Rebel T1Is, which are pretty okay. They're like 18 megapixels, 15, 15 megapixels. Um, and great, great entry-level camera honestly and I, I ended up picking one up for like 400 bucks uh one day and just to start off but it uh I really loved I loved the class I love photography I love the like I loved macro photography and I love landscape photography those were two my two like if I can rent the macro lens because there's only one I I was like I'd, I'd hog it it's mine um and so that that kind of got me into it but I never could afford a DSLR I ended up after high school, I just stuck with my phone because music's expensive. Like 
if you're buying guitars, you can't buy cameras or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward, I mean, you get a better paying job, you get adult money to play with. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Phone photography is fun, but I can tell the difference. I, so I walked into a store in Canmore and there was these metal prints on the wall that were just huge, like ginormous metal prints. Right. And uh, I fell in love. I was like, man, I want to make that. I'm like, so I, how, how do you make this? It's like, well, your megapixel does matter when you start blowing things up this size and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well, dive into the research and uh, ended up buying uh, a Canon EOS R because uh, 30 megapixels, it did everything I needed for almost almost everything I did. And at the time, I already had a Blackmagic uh, pocket cinema camera for my video. <laughs> Dude, how are those cameras? Were they worth getting? I highly recommend, um, like, honestly, honestly, if I could afford a Canon cinema camera, I would have a Canon cinema camera, but I Mm. cannot afford the Canon cinema camera. So, um, the black magic uses Canon glass. It's the next best thing. The colors are great. It's six K it does the job. (laughs) No, of course. Yeah. That's sweet. And, I mean, growing up, did you know you had autism or how does this, for the people that don't know, like myself, how, how did you find out that you were diagnosed with uh, autism? Um, I knew, I knew I was different in school because, um, I mean, I was very much an outcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I also used to be like 300, like I, I was like 200 pounds in like high school. Like I was a big kid. I'm five foot six. So that's really obese. And the biggest I was was 280 um, so like I had a bunch of stuff kind of masking it that we didn't really know about when I lost the weight food was food was a big anxiety coping mechanism for me. Right. So, um, I wasn't able to do what's called masking as much, um, in the autistic community, masking is just acting it all. That's all it is. Um, like I've studied, I had, I had to study how to act like a normal person, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and I practice that, but it, it can be a bit exhausting at times. And, and so there, there's social fatigue involved and, and a lot of anxiety and, and other comorbidities surrounding it. How did you find the courage to, I mean, doing this podcast and whatnot, does this still bring anxiety to you in life? Um, this podcast, no. Uh, <laughs> the, the most, anything creative and artistic never really did like when i was in a band i could play in front of thousands never have okay. a problem. That, that was your escape yeah and and with photography too it's like and and video or whatever like if if people enjoy it awesome that's 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 a purpose that's something to to strive for right like yeah. um to have stuff i create recognize is is a really nice feeling um and and photography so when i got diagnosed i I got diagnosed late in life so i didn't yeah i didn't know i was autistic i did know something was different about me um i had a lot of social problems growing up um but it wasn't until i got married when (laughs) we're in a relationship long term and um right before we got married we're like yeah you know what something's different about me i'm not uh i'm not a normal person my wife loves me anyways and and obviously married me but um in that process, we went to uh, get a professional diagnosis. And in that diagnosis, I learned that I had strengths I didn't know I had. I honestly thought I was stupid. I thought I couldn't read well uh, because the lines kind of jumble for me. Um, I thought I thought I was dumb because I was getting C's in school, um, whatever else. But really, it was just I needed accommodation. I learned differently and i learned i was not dumb <laughs> no yeah exactly it's you were you were gifted and you you were normal i think you know oftentimes we do that to ourselves don't we that self-sabotage yeah yeah so um yeah it, in that i was like i i wanted to get creative again uh in getting diagnosed i i found that part of myself again and uh it kind of led to me going 
I bought the iPhone 11 Pro um, oh, nice. and thought, hey, this will be perfect for photography. Like it'll do just what I need for video and photos. And I'm like, no, no, no bokeh, no. Like, no, I, 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 want, I want the real thing. <laughs> Even with portrait mode? Even with, uh, I can tell, I can tell yeah. digital bokeh. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a difference, yeah. There is, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, ended up uh, really diving into it. And um, with autism, you get this hyper-focus that is insane. Um, it, my poor wife. Because <laughs> I'll just focus into photography for hours and just not talk and it's uh it is what it is but it's my special interest it's something i, I you get we we latch on to these things that we just love and you just you soak it all up <laughs> do you prefer listening to a podcast or watching a podcast i usually listen yeah. um and that's because i'm i'm multitasking oftentimes like i'll okay. listen to a podcast while i'm doing a product shoot yeah. um but Watching is is a nice thing to have because like I really like the Spotify setup of I can listen to it in my pocket and then if I hear Joe Rogan be like, Oh yeah, check out this dope picture, I can pull it out, pop up in the video and see the video, right? <laughs> or or the photo. So um Yeah. <laughs> I think he's the only one right now on Spotify with the video. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, that's the only one I've listened to, but I don't know if that's going to be the next thing they're going to try and compete with YouTube on that. I I like video podcasts for the sake of, I need something in order to keep me focused. So that's the perfect way to edit photos. <laughs> yeah. No music. Do you listen to music when you're editing photos? Uh, music is something I, I, I treasure it. So I, Cause so I don't want to get burnt out on music because with, uh, with autism, I have some comorbidities with ADHD as well, which is like a dopamine issue. Um, and music can really play off that. So I know if I listen to too much of it, uh, I'll, I'll start to not like it and I get into this weird funk. So I actually, I use it. As, I use music very sparingly, if that makes sense. I love it. I love it so much, but I love it because I use it sparingly and I yeah. use podcasts to fill that void of content absolutely how do you when you were growing up did you what did you do to keep yourself busy so you went into music was there a lot of bullying when you were growing up yeah um i i mean it's that standard (laughs) i think hollywood depicts it well the nerdy kid who um you know wants to be the cool kid or whatever um tried a lot of things went through a lot of phases um, but I mean, never really, I never found acceptance in my own city or town. I'll say that much. Um, and are you from Calgary originally? Or? Airdrie. So just, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I, I identify as a Calgarian. <laughs> no, that's awesome. <clears throat> I love one of the photos that you took. It's the McDougal Memorial church former, uh, but I think they're rebuilding it now. That is the rebuild, actually. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> I went there really recently um, with that photo. It was November 2nd. It was still under construction, and I had to use a telescopic lens because I wasn't allowed on the property. But when we were driving by, the sun, we saw the sun peeking to where it was in that church, and we're like, we got to pull over. We have to get this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a beautiful shot. I was like, how? Holy smokes, they did a great job then. Yeah, it looks great. And uh, I, I I love that. Yeah, because that, that photo is kind of the first one that kind of took off. So that, that was kind of cool. <laughs> is it for sale? I do have it for sale. Yeah, I have. Um, I do custom order prints. I try to print shop, uh, print to fulfill, that kind of thing. Um, but I, I just, it's not my style. <laughs> so yeah. it's custom order. If, if someone emails me, goes to my website and emails me, they could, they could get a print. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to go out of your way to like have a bunch at home and yeah. It's no, expensive. I, I have, I have a couple eight by tens of it. Um, just, just to hang around, but yeah, it is expensive. Yeah. It's like 40 bucks to print like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Now that church, have you, did you see what it, became before the rebuild it was so sad i heard the story i didn't 
I haven't seen pictures of it burnt no. down. I just heard the story and yeah, that is, it is heartbreaking. That, mm-hmm. that, like the fact that we don't have a lot of old cool buildings in Canada. We don't. <laughs> Do you love photography or have you, or videography or has it always just been photography for you? Um, I, well, photography has always been there. Um, photos at, at the very least smartphone photography, like, I, 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 I pump up, you know, DSLRs, mirrorless, like, yeah. yo, I love my Canon. I love it. But at the same time, uh, phone photography, that's what you got. These phones are insane and they do such good photos. Like enjoy it, go buy it, go get a manual app and, and learn it. But like videography was kind of that next step. It was like, um, photography is hard. Videography is way harder. Um, and, and when you get into like, it's just like learning the, the 180 rules and kind of trying to remember all these little nuances to film um, that we just kind of ingrained in our culture. It, it's important and that's why I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's, it's always challenging. And one day we got to, when the weather's nice, we should go out and just shoot around downtown and whatnot. Yeah, I'm always down for collaborative shoots. We can do like some portraits of you downtown, you shooting and stuff and whatnot. Yeah. Like, I'll do cool. some video stuff and that'll be fun. I love videography. It's, it's just my jam. Learning it, yeah. I love shooting it. I don't love editing it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It is difficult, yeah. Do you have people that you look at on YouTube or someone that you've learned from? Um, I... Some mentors? I, yeah, um... I, so Justin Wu has been a huge uh, encouragement for me. He's he's um, a portrait photographer, fashion photographer, um, just a, a great artist and and um, and director. Uh, and he he's been helping me out here and there with some advice. And um, but mostly I've learned through trial and error and mm-hmm. the uh occasional like i the two youtubers that i kind of like i really liked frono's photo because of his honesty he like if he didn't like a product he'd be like no i don't like this product and i'm like that's the type of guy i want to follow um and i enjoy peter mckinnon's style and story um so those are those are kind of the ones i kind of learned the most from on youtube Now, now what do you mean style and story of peter mckinnon um he makes everything seem epic and cinematic. Uh, so just like, and, and like being able to tell a story. So being able to be like, he is telling that story of the bucket shot. And he's like, yeah, I just, I bought this ticket, went out to Calgary, got this shot, like whatever. Yeah. And, I, and like, I'm there like shedding a tear. Cause I'm like, I'm relating to it. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I'm, I as a landscape photographer want to go out there and I want to get that bucket shot kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so being able to just tap into the audience's emotions, um, like that. And, and in a way that he also, yeah, he does, he just, he does good B-roll. He does good everything. It's, I like his minimalist style, but at the same time, it's, it's epic. It's, he does a good job with it. That's for sure. (laughs) No, absolutely. So I love this style that I'm trying to emulate in photography. I just can't figure it out. It's Becky and Chris. Have you heard of them? I have heard of them. Um, I have not seen much of their photography. No, I'll send it to you after. It's, it's yeah. just dark. It's a very dark, moody look. The moody look, yeah. I mean, you can only do so much of it too, right? Yeah. And then I love the colors. So I, I struggle. And then just like I'm sure yourself, you struggle. Do you struggle with your feet at times? Or have you realized to just do what you want to do? And does My Instagram work? feed? Yeah. Um, or did uh, you at one point in time? Okay, so Instagram feed—that's something that I'm 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 changing currently. So I I did struggle. Um, I recently I archived a bunch of stuff. A lot of my stuff's not on Instagram anymore because uh, I kept the iPhone photos because they're iPhone photos. Like no one's gonna critique that. No. But the one my old crappy work I took that all down. <laughs> um, but I like posting in threes. I like it to kind of look clean but that really restricts creativity. Um, and I, something Chris Howe recently said was, uh, yeah, like Instagram's restricting his creativity like that. Like, oh yeah, dope picture of a mountain, get a lot of likes. That's, that's great. I've got a few follows, but, um, is that the most creative work you've ever made? And then that's really challenged me. So 
this uh, this upcoming month, I'm going to be trying a lot more uh, abstract photography and, and weird stuff uh, to just be creative. And if people don't like it, uh, that sucks. <laughs> but uh, you did it for you, yeah. I did it for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. We oftentimes forget that's why we do what we do. You know, it's for our own happiness, but we rely on the likes a lot, and that sometimes is a reality. Yeah, kind of. It's uh, I I don't like I don't like that likes and follows and mm-hmm. influence matters. I don't like that. But nope. uh, unfortunately, when trying to get clients, it does matter. <laughs> yeah. When you got your first client, what was that feeling like? You know, all those years of you playing with the camera or months playing with the camera, and you get that first client. What was it like? <laughs> Uh, oh, you want to pay for this? Dope. <laughs> um, it was uh, it was really cool. Um, first client was was uh, it was actually a friend who started a business, um, and I, I I just at first I reached out. I'm like, hey, can I can I have some of your product? I just want to like build my portfolio with it, and and great. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, here you go, and and that's uh, Hasty Coffee. So now I actually partner with them very closely and, and do a lot of their photography work because um, they, they were just with me at the beginning and then they watched me grow and then they ended up starting to hire me. Right. So um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my journey with them and, and through them and through their referrals uh, I've gotten another work as well. And I, I cannot thank them enough for getting me started really. <laughs> no, of course it's fun. It's exciting. Is there places you want to go this summer or spring in Alberta? to capture ah there's so many places i need to go like the problem is i want to go to a bunch of places and i want to go to a bunch of places multiple times and multiple times like uh Mm. i want i really love paul's photography as well you interviewed you interviewed him and i'm that was a great one too oh man (laughs) that's awesome he's a wonderful (laughs) human being yes so good yeah uh, the mountain goat the greatest of all time yes that's him um, but yeah, he, I, I love his work and that's something I want to give a good try at is light painting. Um, so I, j- I just bought a pocket light. I'm going to give that some try. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to do it in the warm weather and then I'll try it again in the winter. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. I, is that the saber or a little light? Like- I just got like the, this, it's called the Falcon Eye F7. Um, okay. it was half the price of Aperture. Uh, that's the reason I bought it. <laughs> um, and it does the same thing. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's great. And I, I did a little bit of light painting. Um, it didn't turn out very good. It's on that like random page with all my dogs, uh, dog photos, but, uh, yeah, I, I want to get good at it. That's yeah. it's that challenge. I like the challenge. It's pretty cool when they take the, I don't know if it's a light or what they do, but they spin it around really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. What is yeah. it? Is it a fire or is that a chain? What is What are they using when they do that? I'm not sure what he's doing yeah. with that one. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if it's maybe his camera with the red light on it, but that'd, <laughs> that'd be really scary. Yeah. Uh, could be drones too. Yeah. I know that they, they fly with drones. Oh, uh, yeah. They go with drones and stuff too. So, yeah, There's some really artistic people out there with the, the light paintings. I, I know there's a, a, a couple and they just, she stands still and he goes around her and does some really, it's like with the wand. Oh, yeah. So pretty. I, I want to get one of those ones too. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. What about this? Like a lightsaber. <laughs> a lightsaber. If it did multicolors, I, I, I think that'd be great. What I like about the LEDs um, is that if you, you can soften it up, you can always like throw um, like a diffuser on it mm-hmm. and, and get rid of the LED look, but you can't always sharpen up lights. So what I like about LEDs is that when you take all the diffusers off, you get a bunch of little individual lights that you can make a bunch of lines with, with long exposure. Uh, okay. You can't really do that with uh, like fluorescent per se, um, or incandescent. Was that a cat? Yeah, it was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, dad, talk to me. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's uh, our, uh, our roommates cat actually. Aww, so. so cute. So are you still in energy or are you guys in Calgary now? Yeah, I, uh, still in Airdrie. Uh, yeah. Ended up buying a house here because uh, that 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 whole put your mind to something, you you get yeah. it done. I uh, I bought a house at twenty three, got it done, and 
Dude, good for to... you, man. Good for you. You should be proud of yourself. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm just trying to pay it off before I'm 35. <laughs> Done. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, 28. Okay. In Airdrie, do you go around to the prairies? Are you a big fan of the prairies and taking prairie shots or not really? I have some. Um, they're... They're just not as epic. Uh, like, so when I was a kid, I always wanted to live in the Rocky Mountains. Like my mom uh, worked in Lake Louise and like she told me all these stories. And ever since I was a kid, like we didn't get to travel. We didn't make a lot of money. My parents started their own business and it didn't take off till later in life. But they, it, they, they're doing well now. But uh, at the same time, yeah, at the time we didn't get to travel, the mountains were travel. And yeah. every time I go there, it, it does bring back you know that special feeling so um home away from home yeah i like i like the prairies but it's 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 not the mountains (laughs) no i'm with you uh paul lives a great life out there doesn't he (laughs) i'm I'm so jealous of him and his crew i am so jealous of him and his crew (laughs) so in alberta is there certain people you really admire i mean you're really excited about dax and paul who else has inspired you in alberta that uh i'd have to pull up is it okay if i pull oh yeah real quick just because i know i know the photographers but Mm -hmm. i know them by their instagram handles like a dummy um one is jonathan jonathan zoot zootman oh yes he's amazing and he's actually a wonderful human being yeah he is he's he's uh very kind um see another one i used to know him from uh, the university of calgary back in the day he was older than me but he was always just <laughs> such a nice man yeah i actually bumped into him last year and i was like john he was actually taking photos in inglewood so he's he's awesome <laughs> now no he's a canon ambassador oh, yeah. living the good life <laughs> <laughs> you canon folks i think even dax is a canon guy yeah 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 he's uh, it's it's a cult brand but uh I, i'm a canon fanboy. what can i say <laughs> You know what? Once you know it, you know it, right? I, uh, people are like, Zach, you should go to Canon or Nikon. I'm like, guys, I've started with video and Sony. I'm just going to stick there. And yeah. you, buy, you start buying lenses and you don't want to get adapters and whatnot. So. You get enfranchised. Yeah. You, once you're in, you're in. <laughs> I, it goes back to that high school shooting on a Rebel T1i. Like that's what I learned manual photography on. So when I picked up, I picked up the Sony uh, a7 III in store um like when i was buying they're like the the camera store was like hey get get sony get sony trust me get sony i'm like okay let me try it out i'm like this is bunk the screen doesn't flip out uh but very uh, true yeah there's there's a few things like that but i just took a photo took a photo with the canon did side by side um and then price comparison it was like a thousand dollars less to go with canon to get the same megapixels same specs um it all made sense to just go Canon and uh, the support I've gotten from the Canon community too. Like the fact that, you know, these Canon ambassadors are, are kind enough to, you know, like or comment on things or, mm-hmm. um, you know, Canon Canada, they, them following me on Instagram blew my mind. I wasn't expecting that. So like, there's like, yeah, the, the Canon community is just super super fun and like super collaborative it's it's fun that i get to reach out to these people and be like hey you want to do a shoot and they're like yeah "Yeah, let's do it for the listeners what exactly is the canon community about (laughs) (laughs) the canon community um there's a lot of artists supporting artists which i like Mm -hmm. like i'm always going in and like trying to find the the canon canada hashtag and like liking people's stuff and be like hey like great shot like um constructive criticism stuff like that making making sure it's constructive and wanted to like not everybody wants criticism so like if someone's like hey how does this look like i i go to people and i'll be like hey what how, how would you change this edit i'm actually asking for criticism i want to know how i can get better and change that edit um it's all subjective at the end of the day but i mean i still want to learn but yeah. uh the fact that i've never been left on red by like most Canon, like the Canon ambassadors, they don't leave me on red. They, they support me. They, 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 everybody in that whole system seems to support one another. And, and then you got the CPS program too. Like that was a huge benefit. So 
So what is a CPS? What does that stand for? CPS, uh, Canon Professional Services. Okay. So for myself, I own the EOS R. I own a crap ton of L lenses and okay. I own the uh, 5D Mark III, which is a like eight-year-old camera, but it's, it's still it's a professional great, camera. Yeah, great camera. Yeah. Um, and because you, I own two cameras and some lenses, I qualify for the CPS program. Uh, CPS program, if my camera ever needs service, they send me a camera for a loaner, no cost. I get to have my camera while they're servicing my camera. That's a huge benefit because I've, I've had to do that before and it sucks to go without a camera, right? Uh, other benefits, I can test drive stuff. So like um, I can rent or like they'll, they'll give me anything for like a, like a weekend trip uh, and they'll give it to you a couple times so you can really try it out. Uh, so I got to rent the uh, like 100 to 500 lens and just like, that's a $4,000 lens that they're just yeah. like, Hey, here, try it. Have fun. Like go play with it. And it's like, yeah, sweet. Um, like I can rent their cinema cameras. I can, I can um, you get discounts on services. You get uh, a little card in the mail that gives you VIP access to some stuff. Um that's super cool, man. Holy that, yeah. yeah. When you shoot landscape, do you have you tried like a 12 millimeter? I have not. The widest lens I have is a 16. I've yeah. I'm interested in looking into the 8 to 12 fisheye just for some cool effects. Yeah. Um, and a tilt shift. I'm really interested in a tilt shift. Super cool. Um, Peter McKinnon, I think he did something with a tilt shift and just how you can make everything look micro. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so much creativity that can be done with the tilt shift lens that if it's one of those, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a Canon ambassador. I, I don't get like, I may get some discount or like, I, I don't even know if I get discounts, honestly, with the CPS thing. Yeah. I think I just get like, uh, I get the first rights to buy or something like that. But, um, like if I could afford it, I would love to just, you know, have one of every lens and like an R5. But, uh, I, yeah. uh, that's, that's like, how much is that lens? That's like 5,000, 4,000. The tilt lens. Yeah. That's yeah, up they're, there. They're, they're nuts. There, there's so many more moving parts and, and engineering that goes into oh, it. Yeah. Sense, but it's, I, I cannot afford them. <laughs> no. rent, rent one for the day and just have fun. Yeah. I might, honestly, I might do that. Yeah. Now, is your wife a big supporter of what you do? Yeah, she, so. And how does that work? How does that work? Cause you know, as a couple. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the, uh, I mean, the hyper-focus thing, I mean, um, lots of people can relate to that, especially mm -hmm. in the creative fields that uh, I, I had that before photography and videography. So when we were dating, I was with my magic cards. I don't know if you see magic, like I'm a nerd. Um, oh, it's, I love it, it's that, all, man. It's all bokeh out, but... Um, Is that framed? Did you frame that? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a, that's a framed foil sheet of, uh, of magic cards. And you so made like, that? No, it's, right. it's, it's uncut. They, they sent it to me in the mail. Um, I love it. Yeah, that's pretty... But uh, yeah, I, I, I was always like focused into something and, and I'm really bad for focusing on things over people. Um, yeah. She knows though that with my diagnosis, she can be like, hey, I need, I need attention. Like, and I, and I know to, you know, give that to her. Or, um, also like she has her own things too. Like she's really loved, like she does her unique business where she like, um, like tries, like she sells her makeup and, mm -hmm. and live streams and does all that. And um, that keeps her super busy to the point where like, if I don't have anything on the go, she's so busy that I'm like, man, I got to get busy. Cause like, I'm just lonely. <laughs> so we, we both are like, we our, our successes of our, each other's successes in our own given field continues to encourage one another to continue to succeed. No, that's, that's a beautiful duo. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. Has, have you helped her out with your photography and whatnot in her business? Uh, here and there. Yeah. Um, a lot of her stuff she's doing herself. Um, and that's great. She got, she, we just upgraded her phone cause she had the iPhone seven and it was okay. Uh -huh. It did, did pretty good actually. Uh, some of our vlogs on YouTube, uh, cause we vlog, uh, we try to vlog all of our landscape trips. Uh, oh, so I love that. We, What's your YouTube channel? Uh, it's Steven and Dizzy. Um, okay. I'll check it <laughs> but, out. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, we just like, it's just kind of give story to some of the photos and that way, 
it's hard to fake video that way people can be like no this isn't photoshop this is actually what it looked like um which is cool um but yeah we like i've i've helped her out uh here and there but yeah we just upgraded her phone to the iphone 12 and that thing does uh, iphone 12 pro max it's so good it's yeah. it's I think I'm not 10 i no, i'm an 11 now yeah i have the 11 pro and it's it's yeah. would this be the 11 that with the two on the back i think so yeah the 11 yeah if I did it all over again, I'd probably get the 11 over the 11 Pro. I never use the telescopic lens on this thing. <laughs> no, it just seems a little... It's just a gimmick that... I don't know if you... Uh, you know what? When you have a DSLR, you, you just say, no, it's not the real thing. <laughs> exactly, yeah. 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 But a phone comes in so handy. And do, did you ever use Snapseed or any of the free apps back in the day? I just downloaded Snapseed. Um, up until Lightroom, I've always just edited in instagram actually interesting okay. instagram's editing um it's not bad, bad man no it's <laughs> i would i like i i want it i want to you know put it down like oh it's instagram it does an all right job <laughs> yeah you know what i'll edit something and i'll still go back into instagram and tweak things contrast yeah. and structure and sharpen yeah yeah their highlight uh, like when you really want to get rid of those highlights, especially with snow, cause like snow, sometimes I'll have to put it through Lightroom twice. Um, yeah. You just like down the highlights, throw it in Instagram, down the highlights. That's how I got that bird yeah. shot. Um, I love it. Yeah. Exposed. The blackbird, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like opening its mouth. I think. Yeah. They're doing mating calls. It's mating season. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you thought about getting into uh, portrait photography or no? Um, I'm, I'm, op I'm open to it. Um, I'm really trying to niche into, I like, I love doing behind the scenes. So mm -hmm. if we want to collaborate, that's something like I can come on out and take behind the scenes. If you do it a podcast, you doing a photo shoot, you doing video. That's what I love doing. That's something I just enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's something I want to do for like all the people, like the, the, the other people I'm like, I look up to as well or whatever. It's like, Hey, can I, can I come learn from you? Can I just come do behind the scenes? Like, this is my portfolio. I do an all right job. Can I give you this in exchange for mentorship? Mm -hmm. um, so that's something I've been, I've been kind of doing in order to, to, you know, get some connections and, and learn from others. But um, when it comes to portraits, I'm, I really like, I have my at home studio. I can do the plain white, plain black. Um, yeah. but I, I'm, if I'm going to do them, I, I'm kind of interested in like the creative, like nuts doesn't, like, I don't know. I, there's some, some of these people that are like, I see their portraits and it's like, it's just so creative. I, I can't even get over it. That, oh. like, that's what I'm interested in if I'm going to be doing portraits. So I'd love to do like artists, like music video, like or music videos. Yes. But like musicians, stuff like that, who are wanting a like, dope branding shot that was like super creative like lights weird all that kind of jazz and and props and whatnot that that would be more my my style the uh the plain white and black uh quick easy to do um not not really my thing so when we when we look at becky and chris right now if i pull it up yeah let, let me let me pull them up real yeah. quick so i can see what they're talking about yeah, i know uh I know that they're big. Yeah, 127,000. Yeah, they're just... growing, but they've got this dark look. Mm -hmm. And it's got this, like, if you move your phone, like, side to side, almost like, kind of like this. Like, when you move it like this, you see a gloss on their page. Do you see that? That glossiness? I always call it the black makes it, everything look glossy. Is that contrast or is that blacking it out? That's what I was. Okay, so they're, they're lifting their blacks a little in the curve on all of these photos it looks like they they don't crush their blacks um oh they don't crush them they're not crushing them those aren't ah. super those aren't super super black and it's kind of weird because in some of them they are in this one here with the helicopter this one's crushed but um a lot of them aren't and it's kind of a counterintuitive thing where black, when you raise it up a little bit it kind of gives a more even tone towards everything which gives it that glossy almost film look right and that's not contrast itself eh? that's what that is okay it is in a sense messing with the contrast if in terminology sense um mm -hmm. but 
when you're playing on the editing thing, you're messing with the curve for that. Like that, that, that doesn't look like it's overly uh, contrast. Like they're not messing with the contrast slider too, too much. Um, maybe a bit of post vignetting. Looks like they add some like highlight brush strokes here and there to kind of get that light look. But they really tone down their saturation, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, and that's another one of those like, there's the oversaturated look. And I think a lot of beginner photographers kind of fall into that right away. Oh yes. <laughs> and then I went the exact opposite and I did, I did something kind of like, uh, not, not like this, but I started washing out my colors because it's, it's the opposite. And then eventually you just kind of dance all over the spectrum because every photo deserves a different edit. Um, obviously if you're trying to target your Instagram feed, which is smart, um, it's not always fun, but it's smart. Keeping it consistent to uh, one editing style is great, but uh, it's not fun. <laughs> no, <laughs> it gets boring because then, you, yeah. then the, like Chris Howe said, he's you get stuck in that. Yeah, yeah. I think Chris uh, Chris is actually becoming my favorite of the like influencers yeah. on YouTube. Um, like, I, I I started off liking Peter McKinnon a lot, like a ton. I still really really like him. He's a Canon boy cheering for him all the way um but chris's videos are so real and like he's he's honest and i i like his like you know every every like every time a product comes out you get the you get that youtube you got yeah. like everybody doing the same video and like his are like no let's do a skit instead uh, like i i really like that he just does it different <laughs> yeah did you ever enjoy casey neistat I hear so much good about him. Haven't watched a video yet. I'm going to have to. Yeah. And who's the other guy? Oh, who's Peter McKinnon's protege? Maddie Cody Warner? Nope. Pro Maddie? Maddie. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've watched a lot of Maddie. Uh, <laughs> I like I like him. Um, his financial advice, stuff like that's really good. Yeah. It's so nice if you can just get by, behind the scenes. That's what I love about Oh, I, um, like photographers who post behind the scenes, even if they're just stories. It's just so, mm -hmm. so helpful. When you were younger, did you ever like wait for the movie set and you could watch the bloopers and all that? The behind the scenes? Yeah, yeah. And I still do that. <laughs> it's so fun. I love it. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, let's get together soon and we'll go shoot and have fun. Absolutely. It's a pleasure meeting you and thanks so much for uh, for agreeing to have me on. Like that's, that's It's an honor. Thanks, Stephen. All right. We'll chat soon and say hi to Izzy for me. Um, I'm going to actually watch this on the couch with my dog here while I eat my dinner. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Like every, every interaction I think counts when, yeah. when you're a small channel. That's, oh yeah. That's and I think that that's what more people need to do is be there for one another, especially instead of. Yeah. And that, that goes back when you were asking me about like photographers and videographers I watched, like I was hesitant because I, I, I did watch, you know, the big dogs a lot, but mm -hmm. I've recently toned back to try to put all that time into uh, people with under 10,000 subscribers. Uh, and I was intentionally doing that because they need the support the most that, you know, Peter McKinnon doesn't need the support. I love he's, him. I love yeah. his work. Oh yeah. He doesn't need the support. No, he's got what? Five, six million now followers or exactly. subscribers. Was, you know, the small, like the people just coming up, they, they need the support the most. And I might not be much, but I'm, I'm something. I miss going out. And I think now more than ever, it, uh, that's what kind of the reason I started the podcast, it gets lonely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, <laughs> that's why I ended up on clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. We all have a reason for what we do. Don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. man. All right, Steven. Yeah, it's good talking to you. Nice meeting you. Nice to chat. Talk later.